0: Been gone, I'm in a city where you know I never like I'ma need a half a million by the time I'm 25 I'm always dreaming, you can see it in my eyes And that's why I feel the same, can't nobody stop the vibe I've stopped caring, I'm too real, and ain't that much to recognize I can't let no regrets come and eat me up alive I cannot afford to fall again, I'm too high I can never cross my heart and not expect to die If I'm brutally honest, I still keep you in the dark Don't just think that cause you know me that you all up in the know I, I, I don't feel no pain, I don't got nothing to show Born in the spring, but I grew up in the cold on my sleeve, but I always wear a coat No, the ain't no exorcism I just like the flow While my birthday may be April, you can still call me the goat. Expectations high, but I keep it on the low Yo, snake me yo, 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 yo What's what 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 happening? Long time no see, niggas We back! Brand new episode of three. from the Ring Podcast, podcast. It's Of course, it's your boy Chris it's Glad to be back Daytron's back from his, uh I would call it a vacation that he had, uh, but go ahead and do yourself, G.
1: I'm back from the fifth round, trail side. How y'all doing?
0: <laughs> Definitely was in another round, G. He was in a vacation, as I call it that shit. But <laughs> we're glad to be back. 95th episode, and it's been a while since we did this, but in honor of the fact that we're on our 95th episode, who are NBA players at Warden number? Jersey, number 95. One, DeAndre Bembry of the Atlanta Hawks. He still plays for them. And DeAndre Bembry of the Atlanta Hawks. Exactly. Good who. And then uh, your favorite player on 2K, Juan Toscano Anderson of the Golden State Warriors.
1: Hey, the boy.
0: That nigga made two lucky threes in the game of 2K we made. I was like, gee, what the fuck?
1: It was all Steph Curry. He got everybody confident. <laughs>
0: <The> nigga,
1: Steph <laughs> and Draymond. Draymond was ass. Other than that zone,
0: <laughs> that man was just to be present in the party in the zone. That zone was filthy, but it is what it is. Long time no see, people. Uh, shout out to the fact that we uh, starting this podcast. We have a new president. So shout out to Joe Biden, forty six. Uh, no more Trump f donald trump make sure you uh stream that right now greatly appreciate it make that number one on itunes in the billboard so do that thing uh but let's go ahead and do what we like to do which is oh wait uh ufc shit let's go uh there was a fight night last night and we gotta kind of talk about the unfortunate happens of anderson silva so so just quick with the fight night last
1: night it was a good fight night, a lot of finishes. Some dude's ear was hanging off.
0: Dead ass's ear was hanging off. Yeah, folks' ear was definitely hanging off. Um other than
1: that, it was a pretty good fight night. Um, I just will say so myself. Uh Andre won for like the one millionth time. Uh folks been fighting I think before I was born. Um sorry, excuse me. Um he won his fight against some dude that I didn't even know existed. But um, hey, then it was the main event. It was a highly anticipated fight. Um was really in, in a, a very hardcore 2K match, to tell you the truth. But I did kind of rewatch it. Um, but it was Tiago Santos versus Global Teixeira. Uh, man, it wasn't the longest fight known to man, but it was good. Uh, it was good. You had um, Tiago literally rocking Glover Teixeira a bunch of times, just for Glover Teixeira to, to get a rare-knit choking win. Beautiful. Crazy thing is um, they was fighting for that number one contender spot when the fight first got announced. But unfortunately, uh, yeah, Israel Alzania got that thing. So it's crazy because... Um, I think Yon Yan was beats Teixeira, but Tiago Santos beat Jan. So either fight would have been really good if they would have just made it. But unfortunately, Izzy wanna troll John Jones. So that's what happened. Um other than that, you got um you got uh what the fuck is that boy name? Oh, Anderson Silva had his retirement match. His hopeful retirement match. Niggas don't even know yet. He went against uh Uriah Hall, which would have been a very good match probably like three years ago maybe. Whenever Anderson Silva would not get his ass handed to him. Um but yeah. Would have been a very good match around that time, like three years ago. Uh, Anderson Silva just—he ain't that no more. So it, it just wasn't it just wasn't his night, and it seemed like from what I was watching, Uriah Hall wasn't trying to kill that man. In which he didn't, you know, he got a nice little knockout. Anderson Silva's done. Okay, unless he crushed some cans. We're not seeing Anderson Silva win another marquee fight in the UFC. Now, notice I say UFC. Bellator could be calling, so that can happen. But RP Anderson Silva, he is one of the goats, minus the you know the PED usage and stuff like that. Um, what made me love the UFC, what made me love Miss Marshall arts with Anderson Silva, um, is he just man. It, it's sad to see him go, but it's it's. it's – ha- I'm also happy to see him leave too because he don't have to, you know, continue to hurt himself. So, yeah. Um, now, with the person that beat him, um, he's in a division – he's in the same division as, like, somebody like um, Izzy. He's in the same division as Izzy. So there's not going to be a lot of, like – like, um, he's not, but the right ain't going nowhere. He's not going to be fighting for a title, none of that. So, it was just a, I don't want to call it a throwaway fight, but it was a good matchup that if it would have happen three years ago, it would have been good. But, um, Anderson, I'm sad to see you go. Uh, and, um, yeah. Hopefully, if you're hearing this, if I knew Portuguese, I'll say something in Portuguese that's like, you know, Uplifting
0: and whatnot, but I don't so uh, Yeah, Anderson Silva get his ass beat Hey, and the cosign my uh But yeah, Silva is washed up same as day like silver is why I Really like truly fell in love with UFC and If he was fighting I was allegedly screaming that shit in some capacity because I wanted to see that man fight. Like, it was cool, unique. And it he introduced me to, like, the sport in a way that I could, like, legit be like, hey, this is some niggas that's legit cold and all of that out here. And black. Even though he's Brazilian or whatever the fuck he is. I don't know. But, point hey, is, all right, see, there we go. See, but it was dope to see somebody like Silva out here. Like, I remember... Like, the early days of Twitter. Bugs would, look like, when, like, before people were, like, legit into UFC, people legit was up for Silva fights, at least. Now it's, like, almost every legit event, people's going to uh, tweet about it. But if civil was fighting, everybody was talking. And that's just the impact he had on the sport. And he is, like, one of the bigger reasons why... UFC is where it is now. And it makes, makes Martial Arts as a whole. He's one of the them people. And we will give him his flowers here. He is one of the GOATs. He is one of the greats to ever do it. It's just unfortunate. Once his leg became a boomerang, it was never the same. And it just be that way sometimes. But much love to Silva. He's. He deserves if whenever they have a Hall of Fame or whatever. Uh, they have a Hall of
1: Fame.
0: Oh, they do? Oh, okay, cool. Yes. And duck that nigga immediately. Like, immediately so he can sit his ass down and just retire. Please. The culture needs you to. But, much love, though. Um, and yeah, it's always Fubu, nigga. So, uh, moving on. NBA. A lot has happened. A lot. A lot, a lot has happened since we last recorded um the draft is next week i believe or within two weeks uh and within that free agency is more likely gonna start immediately after that because the nba season and the players the nba owners and the players have agreed to a christmas start well two days for christmas start of the nba season which a for everybody's pockets that's a w and instead of just waiting to king day like most players, well, a decent amount of players wanted to do, which meant less money for the NBA and the players. And at the end of the day, we're still in a damn pandemic. pandemic. So it's important to get, get your paper in this type yeah. of situation. Get your paper. So even though these niggas are millionaires uh, or high-tier thousandaires, they still uh, bought their cheddar, just like any other person right now but i'm all for it i'm happy for the early christmas start it's cool um basketball just back sooner and we're just going to get a very very uh accelerated offseason because it's really about to be accelerated but this is probably the best offseason for accelerated uh type of offseason because it's it's not an exciting draft class And it's not that.
1: Yeah,
0: outside of like the first three, four picks, it's not really that exciting, honestly. So, it's not that exciting of a draft class, and this in the free agency class is not that exciting either, unless Gordon Hayward freaking opts out, which is very much possible from what I've been reading. So, something to look out for, because AD is probably going to either. Opt in or sign a 1 plus 1, 2 plus 1, whatever the hell he needs to sign. And Andre Drummond, we don't know. He's literally the hottest free agent. Let that sink in. <laughs> one player is about to resign immediately. And the other one, we don't know where he might want to go. Oh, Montrezl Harrell. Montrezl Harrell is a commodity. So, there you go. That's your free agency class. Uh, so this is probably the ideal free agency type, uh, type of offseason for this type of situation. And plus, I think the NBA benefits because once hold on,
1: Chris, hold on, hold on, hold on,
0: hold on. Somebody me. Hold on. But yeah, as I was saying, uh, we back. Uh, but as I was saying though, this is the ideal uh, season. And then I think the NBA does still want to prefer to stay on a. Close as close to a to that regular back regularly scheduled season as possible for next next season. Cause by then, COVID should have a vaccine, or at least, thank God that we have a legit president now. We have COVID will at least be maintained, and we have looking at a vaccine being accessible to majority of the people as well. So, it's looking good out here, at least for the NBA. Um, but yeah, so I'm cool with the Christmas start. Uh, i let you talk about what's going on.
1: Uh, I'm it's just like my thing is, it's, it's more of I know certain people ain't gonna get the rest they need, the Lakers. especially people who went to a, people like Jimmy Butler and about the unless you get group Freak, you know, that can happen, but players like Jimmy Butler and, and Brian and them, that's it's, it's gonna hurt. And people talk about Brian cherry-picking for the rest of the season.
0: That was hilarious, by the way.
1: No, I'm not saying... Nigga, remember Anthony Davis' bones is built off goddamn hot crunchy curls and cheese fries, bro. Like, he needs this one too!
0: Yeah.
1: Uh, This is his first long playoff push too? Yeah. They've been playing for a whole fucking year? Like, that? I think Brian got it. You know... I don't expect them to be the number one seed at all. I'll probably give that to the Nuggets this year because they got a chip on their shoulder. Just like I don't expect Milwaukee to be the number one seed, I'll probably give that to somebody like Boston or something. Uh, I know it's like early to tell because, you know, moves and stuff haven't happened. But I don't expect the Lakers. I expect the Lakers to coast. Unless they're just that fucking good. Because, you know, that, that championship has a thing. It is. So... So, yeah, I, I, I look at it, I look at it like that, um, I look at it like that, um, I'm trying to think, I'm distracted, because somebody just freaking called me, I don't know why, I hope they to get shot by a cop, but, um, <laughs> um, <laughs> what I'm trying to say, oh, yeah, I'm, I'm excited, um, uh, I hope they tell us what the Christmas
0: game is going to be. And shit like that. But, yeah. Yeah, I definitely feel you. Like I said, I I definitely agree. I don't believe the Lakers will be the top seed. If they do, that just says, for one, hey, shout out to LeBron and AD for saying, hey, it just wasn't a fluke. But uh, also, I will give a lot of credit to uh, who the hell's the GM name again? I forgot his name. Uh, Rob Polinka. Rob Polinka for retooling that team to to proceed to be a top seed again. So yeah, definitely. So if that does happen, shout out to that nigga. Uh, because that's that takes a lot of credit because who knows how that roster is gonna look after the uh this upcoming offseason. So who knows? Uh, yeah. even if they do come back as almost the same team, minus Danny Green. They still going to be. That's still a really good team, either way, with LeBron taking a little bit more rest and AD probably being on a minutes restriction to an extent. You still like you you have potential to be a really good team either way. So, uh, but like it's it's a W for like all the other teams. Those a huge W. Uh, Like the Warriors are well rested and. I know you're not fully on board with the Warriors Revenge Tour. I'm a believer. It just benefits them. They got the most rest. That's super well rested. Like, everybody's well rested on that team. Uh, even if they don't make a major move, like, you have your, 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 everybody's healthy as, as they ever been and maybe in years. So, you see where things go with that. I definitely agree the Nuggets probably will be the number one seed. The Clippers is maybe an option as well. Who knows? Um who don't else they keep that? Montrez. I don't think they keep Montrez. It's not worth the money. That dude's gonna uh-huh. get the max. Somebody's gonna max him out. You think that's somebody to max a six man? I've seen worse.
1: You're
0: right. I've seen worse. <laughs> I've legit seen worse. Uh so
1: definitely.
0: Uh, but, yeah, overall, though, like, like it's going to be a really interesting offseason, though. So, we'll see where things go. Even, even next season's is going to be real interesting because they also plan on having crowds to some capacity. So, that will be interesting on how that works. Um, Definitely. Nasty, as I'm going to say. Very freaking nasty. <laughs> this is nasty. Uh, but, hey. It is what it is. COVID is still real out here because part two is running rough shot. As of right now, I know three homies who have the shit. So, what I know of two homies who have it, and one of and a homie in his family have it. So, it's real out here. I gotta check on my little brother, but um, but yeah. So, just saying, it's real out here. So uh, but yeah. So shout out to the NBA getting that addressed almost as efficiently as possible. Uh, Let's go ahead and talk about coaching hires. Uh, I don't remember on the last episode we talked about the Clippers hiring Tyloo. Did we? Clippers
1: hiring Tyloo? No, no. we didn't talk about it. And yeah, they did hire Tyloo. I just read that about more about them getting Chauncey Bellis and shit today.
0: Yeah, even though they agreed to that ages ago, I guess they finally agreed to a contract, I guess. But, uh, Yeah, multiple coaching hires. They ain't every coaching void has been filled, honestly. So, uh, we'll talk about the Clippers first. The the Rockets got filled? Yeah, the Rockets uh, hired the Mavericks uh, assistant coach, Steven Silas. Okay. Yeah, so we'll get to that next. But Clippers hired Ty Lue. That's the biggest name. Uh, Honestly, it's not a shocker when you come back and think about it because we – felt that was going to happen unless the Rockets or the or Philly just gave him offer he couldn't say no to but clearly the uh the Rockets wanted to go elsewhere and like it like the aisles like it it was set for him to have the job once Doc got fired. So uh so yeah, so shout out to Tyloo. I am a little critical of it though. In one aspect It's a good coach because he's going to keep niggas accountable. But my main concern is, and I'm saying this because I remember how over time with that Cavaliers team, that team did not give a fuck about defense. You're right. And for a team that has a Kawhi Leonard, a Paul George, and hopefully Pat Beverly is still there, do you want and that team was underachieved horribly, well, very much underachieved defensively, is that the actual right coaching hire, if you get what I'm saying? Yeah. So I think he, like, in terms of keeping, like, the leader of men, he's good at that. But he's also, like, I I think he may have to lean on his assistants and... You have Chauncey Billups, who's entering his first assistant coaching job, so we'll see where that goes. And Larry Drew, he was cool with him in, in Cleveland. So it was like, hey, I'm more looking into how well do you scheme up an offense that was already really good, but also make sure everybody does their job and play defense. Because at this, at, I think at the very best, the Clippers should have been a top even though they were, I think, a top 10 defense. They should have been a top five or top three. And they wasn't that. And that should be the goal. Because at the end of the day, Kawhi and Paul George are going to get theirs. You still have, Lew- if Louis is still there, he's going to get his. So, the question is, how can we play good defense on a consistent basis? That's just my main question going into it. But uh, your thoughts.
1: Uh, I think it's good. I don't think this really changes anything, coaching wise. Because, like, what are you doing different? That, what are you gonna do different that Doc did? Mm. Other than you know, when that comes to like play calling and shit like that. Because I'm pretty sure you have a say in it. But I guess with, I think the Doc fire was more of, uh, you know, nigga, you've been here too long with little to no success. We got to get you up out of here. So, and, and they just hired, because I believe the higher-ups, I believe the higher-ups, because I believe the higher-ups think that this Super Team is a championship team, it's just they got caught. So, instead of, like, retooling, which, you know, it's something they should never did, which they didn't do. Um, instead of, like, something like retooling, um, them just putting Ty Lue in that situation. The players already trust him. Um, players already trust him. He already got, you know, like, the leadership shit down, I, I guess. The league loves him because everybody wants him as a coach, even though he really have not proved anything other than that championship run with Cleveland. Because, um, whatchamacallit, uh, Cause every other like like I don't I don't know why it seems like he is like the premier coach because of that championship because uh, he couldn't get a team and I understand after Bron gone you want a tank and stuff like that but you still couldn't do shit with that Cleveland team and then you underachieved with the Clippers team
0: after that championship three games though with that Cleveland team you
1: did get fired two games but before that he was still coaching two years after after the championship right. Yeah, and I wouldn't even call that here The reason they was able to get swept was more on the the, the fantastic coaching of Tyronn Lue. It was just the fact that LeBron owns the fucking East because every yeah. lineup that had was ass. You can't tell me one side of lineup from when they got swept. that was good,
0: bro. Who's the starting? Who's started on that team? Was that Rodney Hood? Oh, okay. Kevin Love was probably starting at center with Larry Nance, Bron, I think Jordan Clark. No, wait. No, 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 no. It was Kevin Love, Larry Nance, Bron. Jesus Christ. Ugh. Um, I think they started Clarkson. And I don't even know who the hell was the point guard. Bron? I don't know who was the fifth nigga on the court. Hold on. Let me look at who's the start. Let me look up. Okay. What was that? 2017? 2018? NBA Finals? Who was the starting lineup on that team? <laughs> Let's see. Oh, George Hill. There we go.
1: Oh, oh starting lineup
0: was LeBron, Kevin Love, J.R. Smith, George Hill, and Tristan Thompson. Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ. Ugh. Ugh. They were even dragged this whole fucking playoff. This whole series. Hold on. was... And then he didn't even adjust. Because J.R. Smith was not good at all. That whole series. Yeah. Ugh yeah yeah i'll give you that valid that's a valid point very valid um
1: uh, so I, I that's why i don't understand why tyron lou became this just this prime this prime coaching um candidate yeah because like his track record is that one chip and failure but i part of me also understands I know this sound weird, but I also understand why as well. Because that one trip is still probably one of the greatest trips this year, but this is what I mean by like how much is coaching and then how much is talent. And I say that a lot in this podcast, because like how much was coaching with the Clippers or how much was talent they get it done? You know what I'm saying? So, because there's a lot of things that happen with that Clippers team that you can be like, what the fuck?
0: I feel like that goes in more culture. Yeah.
1: So what makes Tyronn Lue that better candidate than Doc Rivers? Mm. If coaching was the problem with, you know, if coaching was the problem with, this that 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 covers team what makes Ty the better candidate what can he do that doc rivers didn't
0: do i guess the one thing will be keep everybody accountable that's like that if one thing people always give taylor a lot of credit for he made lebron and others accountable he wasn't scared to speak his mind well, but he also his whole playbook with Brown was like, yo, give him the ball. And I know that, that
1: was that's what you have to do. That's but true. I still think it's coaches that have more success with no stars. Yeah. And, and like like Kim Atkinson. That's what no stars was able to bring his team to the playoffs. Yep. And he's still without a job.
0: And that's and I'm gonna say amongst a lot of these hires—that's the biggest crime—and when we get to the Pelicans, I'm gonna have a discussion about that.
1: Um, yeah, that's
0: it for me. Yeah, like I said, shout out to Tyloo. Uh, he was—he's the hottest name amongst those that were available. So hey. Uh, but, um, oh yeah, next is the Rockets. So the Rockets, pretty much was based on what the media was saying, was close uh, to hiring uh, Jeff Van Van Gundy. ABC Analysis hasn't coached in damn near a decade, damn near, uh, back to be the head coach of the Rockets. But then we got surprised, and they hired assistant coach of the Dallas Mavericks, Steven Silas, and... I was very shocked. Vaughn, shout out to the black man getting hired. So Stephen A. Smith was very happy. Um, but above all, it's it's a shock. It's a really good shocking hire in a sense. I don't mean like in a negative sense as well. But when you look at like Dallas had one of the best offenses last year, if not the best. Yeah. So, but once again, what we know about the Rockets, it isn't just about offense it's can they be respectable defensively and but maybe at the same time depending like i said what's his name left uh Daryl Morey's gone he's to Philly by the way we'll talk about that later um but it's going to be interesting to see what does he want to do with the team as well like does he want to stay small does he want to get a more like I said, the term "traditional center," I don't hate that. I hate that term now, honestly, because why? What's a traditional center in today's league? Because like a traditional center would be a Nick is Andre Drummond, but honestly, the, a more what do you traditional you what you fucking mean? Which yes, it's very true. Why uh,
1: actually
0: I think Drummond might go to the Clippers, but um, you got the money <laughs> for that exactly. Nor do the Rockets. Uh, <laughs> so that's another thing. They they they're fucked salary cap wise. But point is, she, I, unless you send Brody to Cleveland. If I, look, G, I love Westbrook. G, I love him. But that man in Cleveland probably retired. G. I would too. I'll retire. Don't send me there, please. Don't anywhere but there. Anywhere but Cleveland, G. Uh, but, and then him and Connor Sexton fighting for the ball.
1: <laughs>
0: Very true. But, but yeah. So, I'm interested to in see what he wants to do. Like, do you want to get a more traditional or modern big, aka like traditional drumming, a modern big? would be more of a Willie cauley I guess, uh, type guy. So do you want to look at that? Also, do you want to keep Westbrook and Harden duo together? Do you want to see if you can make a system that works for them to both be able to be at their best? And also, can you coach James Harden? He changed the style of play of the Rockets. What you should like you, you a coach. You should be able to change that and Darren Moore's gone.
1: Which is the which was the downfall of him because they was too predictable. Yeah. When really you were lying off of the threes when James Harden and Westbrook could just get in the fucking hole that wheelie. Either generate fouls or get out of the basket. So it's just it was a That's what I'm like. The Rockets can be such one. Why they ran into a team that they just do not match up well in the reverse that people thought that was going to be done? Like, people talked about the guard situation. Like, it's easy to guard guards in the playoffs because the shit that they get in the regular season, they're not going to get. Right? Mm-hmm. The, they're being able to to, to to just get – even though Harden got his fouls, but the same thing. Redsburg not going to get all those fouls. Fucking Austin Rivers not going to get all those fouls. It's, it's not going to go away, way, especially if you're in the same playoff series as Braun. So,
0: even know like, they did I think they free throw differential wasn't that bad in that series honestly except like the first no, two games know. the first two games was Rockets was getting a lot of calls but but
1: like one thing we, we you see with the fucking Rockets that 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 don't necessarily ticks me off but it's like you have two good play, you have two great players mm-hmm. but it's it's a thing that it, it having two great players not going to win you a chip. They have to compliment each other. Like that's the thing that made like the Lakers dynamic so special because they complimented each other. Like he like what what Jason Kidd, I mean I don't, I don't know why the fuck Jason Kidd is in my fucking head cuz I guess we talk about coaches. When LeBron and AD was able to to do as teammates it's like it was the blueprint it was the blueprint for 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 teammates that nine times out of ten are two superstars that mess with well. you got you a a point four and a dominate what what you want to call him a guard center <laughs> like what would you even fucking call anthony davis
0: Anthony Davis is he played like a guard, but he's a fucking sinner. He's literally he's a, he's a sinner. <laughs> he's a okay like he okay. ain't that modern day sinner that you yeah, He's he, not the modern day sinner. He's a freaking once in generation type sinner. He's okay. No, this is this is a better accurate description. Put yeah. let David Robinson no, no, not David Robinson. No, I think, yeah, that David Robson play in this era. Nope. I still don't see it. Oh, yeah, I don't think Dave Robson had handles. I can't think of a senator ever, besides seeing old man Kareem literally cross up Dr. J in a (laughs) one-on-one. By the way, I need to send you that clip, because that clip was hilarious. Uh, Because the thing is, it's like, I feel like, Maybe Hakeem? Nope. Like, Hakeem. literally, it's just like, you got to think. I'm, <laughs> I'm thinking a, in a okay. sense. I'm not
1: saying that he's better than Hakeem or anything. Hakeem is great. No, that's not a comparison.
0: It's really none because, I'm like, he has.
1: Like, I Lamar Odom or something like that. But that's not even a comparison.
0: Yeah, because AD's not a, as good of a pass as Lamar Odom is. At least not yet. Because still, when that nigga see a double team, that nigga be tweaking. But, uh. But, yeah, like, you have to fuse niggas. Like, maybe – because, uh, like, Lamar Odom on steroids minus the playmaking.
1: And I wouldn't even say – and this is the thing. He played off guard. He plays like he, – he, his offense is like Kyrie. But his defense is like any great
0: defender. So – I want to say like Kyrie. Let's back that up a little bit. <laughs> yeah, he played like Kyrie. I want to say like Kyrie. He play, Bro, do you
1: see how this nigga played? Like, when, not when just Anthony Davis is regularly playing when he coasted. I mean when he's in his fucking bag, bro. Maybe not the dribble rules, but I say when he went.
0: Okay, what I get you I I I get, I get it, I get it, I get it, I get it, I get it. Because I'm going to okay, say,
1: yeah, just look at the nigga, bro. You did see me like, this didn't come back, he ain't like Kyrie. Kyrie a little bit faster, a little bit more finesse. But if I was to compare him to any fucking guard in the league, I will compare him to Kyrie. Because that's what i say I think in my, and this is just my opinion, I I, I see Anthony Davis on a fucking guard center without the passing. And who's the best guard center without passing? I mean, who's the best guard without passing, so to speak?
0: Kyrie, technically.
1: So... So that's how I see him. But like right back to what I was trying to say before we go to a how much Anthony Davis is great because he's from our city, conversation. I, I I say that to say Anthony Davis was everything Bron needed in a teammate.
0: Especially later in his career.
1: Closer, defender, athletic, can can make his own shot and play off your shot. Everything Kyrie kind of did, but with defense, Bron needed that and bigger. And bigger, yes. And not afraid to, to match up with, you know, the person you both match up with. Needed that. Needed fucking that. So, with the Westbrook and in, in Harden situation, Westbrook don't have that. Cause, what the fuck can be hard and you Westbrook do to Harden game? Even in a situation with the Splash Bros, where, where Clay. It's for Curry. I defend the guard for you, so you ain't gotta waste your energy trying to defend that guard. I'm the best. I'm the best. Healthy Clay is probably still the best perimeter defender guard in the league, right? Yeah. No cap.
0: Yeah, no, that's not a so, bad take. That's not a bad take. No, I'm not mad. So
1: he does Clay. The athleticism don't work out for both of them, right? But what Steph Curry, means Clay has his back on that, right? Yeah, they get grief freak. What Steph Curry needs, grief freak has all that, that. That what Steph needs, right? Or vice versa. Since they, they do get grief freak, that's why that Warriors pair with grief freak is so fucking good. And I pray it doesn't happen because whatever grief freak needs, Steph Curry got outside shooting, being able to create his own shot, being able to get you in the motion. You ain't gonna get double team. Come on, Jay Yep. That, that's when, when you're looking to pair stars, that's what you should be looking for. You should be looking for in the instance of, all right, I got Harden. The only thing Harden lacks is patience, being able to trust his teammates, because I don't care about them ticker sits, because Harden's going to throw that ball out to anybody on the perimeter, right? But trusting his teammates to actually come down the court and you not having the ball every fucking possession. He needs somebody to defend consistently, even though I think Harden has grown up as a defender. He needs somebody to defend consistently. Also, he needs somebody with size who can rebound, things of that nature.
0: Which is what will compliment Harden. That that Westbrook can do those two. He ain't got no size. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's the problem.
1: But Westbrook is Westbrook say, he, 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 he on the boards. No, Anthony Davis there. Montreal here. here. <laughs> <laughs> chicken Baby. Not what Anthony Davis though. Not LeBron and Anthony Davis and Dwight Howard though. So that's what so if I was to look at a player like, you know, to say for instance, I we trade Westbrook. Westbrook can almost land you any fucking body in the league, right?
0: You can get a package off Westbrook. You're getting a package off
1: Westbrook. To get another star, I should say. You can look at somebody, you can you can you can get Jalen Brown and Marcus Smart, which will make you fucking probably the best team in the West. Think about that, folks. Marcus Smart, defender. Jamie Brown, also defender. Athletic. You probably still ain't got that fucking size. You can get you a throwaway center. We can get you Dwight Howard. You probably won't be on this team next year. I
0: don't think Dwight Howard. You. Dwight Howard and James Harden don't get along. But he, James Harden gonna try to fuck you kid there you go. There you go. There you go.
1: So you probably still be a fucking thing. It happen. You, yeah. you. Who else? I'm, I'm not that many people. I can
0: get rest. rest, rest.
1: Willie Willie But you go to Sacramento. What you getting buddy. No. What Willie caught. He's not here. Dallas. Right.
0: I think he a free agent. No. Well, he. I think he opted out. So I think he's still with Dallas. So I don't think that's going to happen. Who knows? I don't know. Who and knows? If you don't
1: got package. Like Westbrook and Luke is a horrible combo.
0: Horrible. Yeah, because it's just I don't Westbrook don't play off ball that well enough to make that work.
1: But it's there's a lot you can do, is what I'm trying to say. Right? That's honestly what I'm trying to say. There's a lot you can do with the 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 the, the equity that the Houston Rockets have. There's a lot you can do. It's up to them to use it correctly, right? It's up to them to use it correctly. But uh, I see the Houston Rockets as a probably is way at last year, this year, fighting for that third, fourth seed, maybe fifth, sixth, who knows? The West is the West is still, like, not overpowered yet because next off season the West, depends on if the West get, you know, you know what I'm trying to say. Yeah, If the West get overpowered, in which it's a it's a fucking, everybody's is, is, is at each other's neck. Kind of like when the Warriors was, was coming out, when they was having their out party, the West was just, just, just fucking crazy. But it's not as crazy now. I think the West is, it has what, like, for like really just top teams uh, and the Rockets can slip in but the Rockets can also slip out
0: so exactly that's the thing
1: <laughs> so
0: yeah okay respect that but yeah like I'm interested to see where what Steven Silas does um wish the black man well uh let's go ahead and move on to New Orleans uh they actually signed the van gundy but they hired stan uh the fat one that's the best way to re- the walrus there we go the one that looked like a walrus uh that's the best way to describe him um i like the hire honestly it's a really good hire uh he has really solid experience with young teams uh like he what he did with that magic team was really good uh He took him to a final. Even, like, the short time he was with the Heat before uh, Shaq made a power move and told Pat Riley, hey, he's just not going to cut it, he was solid with them. They just ran into, I think, Ben Wallace still had Shaq's number in that series that people don't want to talk about. But, But, yeah, so... I like to hire Stan Van Gundy. He's a really good coach. He did well with the uh the Pistons to an extent. They didn't really go far, but they were consistently a eighth seed. They just happened to run to LeBron. <laughs> the story of this nigga career, uh, but he did a good job maturing a lot of players on that team who who are like either solid role players or solid rotation players. Like as KCP, I remember KCP was on that team. Uh, Drummond, all-star level player. Marcus Morris was, i think both the Morris twins played for him. Uh, who else? I'm trying to think. But those, like those, are names that come. Oh, Reggie Jackson as well. But Reggie Jackson that was uh crack. Uh, but point is i feel like he he's a good guy for this uh position it's good to see him back in the league i also view him as a very creative offensive mind he was ahead of his time with the uh uh bust them threes or die offense with the magic so i I, i'm interested to see what he can do when he has a zion if uh they keep lonzo i want to see how if how he can help lonzo develop uh as a guard. And more than likely, they're keeping Brandon Ingram. I don't think Ingram's going nowhere. So, I want to see how he does with that young group of guys as well. So, I, I like the hire. I really do. That's a really good hire. I did mention Kenny Atkinson would have been perfect for this team. Because he has... a He has... A, he, what he did with Brooklyn is amazing. Amazing. With Karis LeVert. With a Jared Allen. With um Spencer Dinwiddie. And players of sort. But... I like Stan Van Gunny. I think they probably were looking for somebody with great experience to lead this group of batch of young players. So, yeah. I'm cool with the hire.
1: Uh, I'm cool with the hire, too. Kenny Atkinson would have been better, but it is what it is. Um, now, for, for them, can they still get an assistant coach? Ain't somebody
0: like Kenny Atkinson? Yeah.
1: Because like, all established in culture. But I understand why you can get somebody like, you get somebody like, um, like Van Gundy, right? You uh-huh. get somebody like Van Gundy, guess what Van Gundy going to do? Hey, Brandon Ingram, this is Zion team now. You ain't taking all these shots. You know what I'm saying? mm uh-huh. uh, who else? Uh, Brandon, even you ain't taking all these shots. Um, who else? Uh, what is his name? Um, uh, JJ Reddick. this is how we gonna hit you on the offense. Uh, and Zion, this is your team. And we try trying to find a package for you right now, Drew Holiday.
0: Which we can honestly get into off that alone. Because <laughs> Drew Holiday is, is the hot commodity on the trade block. Yeah. He's the hot commodity. So, uh, But yeah. Um, it's a lot of places that want Drew. A lot of teams, I mean, that want Drew. And a lot of places he fit. They
1: yeah, all want Drew too.
0: Yeah. Like in... Even like I looked at his contract, it's not as ridiculous as I thought it was. And I think it's just, and, and it's the last year as well. Uh, I think it's just 25 mil. So you're not giving up as much as you think you would. So for, and for a guy who is probably for one can be your third, fourth option type guy. And yeah. With, um. Go ahead.
1: People people saying Drew to Brooklyn, I don't see that happening because you probably
0: had to give up Karis Levert. I mean, you shouldn't do that. I really don't. That's the thing. Like, and then even and like Levert, at least for a team like the Pelicans, for him to be most effective, he will have to be the number two option. So, so like, I don't see if like Brooklyn will have to involve another team if. Because Avert will have to be part of that deal, if you, or at least you have to involve another team to make sure cares Avert is not part of the deal.
1: Yeah. Um. Uh. Shit, I don't know what the fuck that nigga goes. <laughs> but you found like you you try to build that team. Don't focus on if you're gonna be a playoff team or not. That shit ain't gonna happen. We go fuck regardless.
0: Yeah, okay, the West I is too competitive in. right now. Like, the West is absolutely too competitive. Like, if you do, shoot for the AFC, but, like, your goal should be. What's your goal
1: if you shoot for the AFC? What you mean? What's the goal?
0: Shoot for the AFC. You like, you're not. Breath, huh? Of course not. But, like, <laughs> if you're a young team, they are a young team. That's the point.
1: That's teams, in the them As, they the As they should. As they should. You like a fucking bad. If you go, if you go, what? Lakers, Clippers, Nuggets, Denver, and maybe and Houston.
0: Or Houston the probably had a
1: worse trouble because Zion Zion, eatin. Eat their you ass up. Eatin. But damn, you play a zone on Zion, you, you fucked. Zion fucked. Fucked.
0: True. Very true.
1: Like, like, Fucked like Ben Simmons was last night. Fucked. <laughs> uh, but no, um, I'm trying to think. Uh, I don't know where the fuck Drew goes. Drew on the Clippers fucking works. I just don't know if you got the money for that. You, you, lose you can make Montrez, it work. No, you can make it work. You lose no, you Montrez. It- you, you probably. Pill out either Lou Wills or Patrick Beverly because you don't need them two backup guards.
0: You don't. No, like you, you those two have to be part of the trade.
1: Then that's a young ass team right there, boy. Well, not young, not young, but that's a, that's a fucking rebuilding ass team all together. You put Lou Wills and Pat Bell with that
0: bitch. Boy, boy, boy. I wouldn't call it a rebuild. Like you, you got two, two decent vets. Who can teach them things.
1: Oh bro. Patrick Belly ain't no vet. It's his time now. Remember we told Steph
0: Curry? (laughs) He did tell that nigga Steph. (laughs) Steph is going to see that man. (laughs) And give that nigga. The the same type of fifty you gave me. (laughs) It's just going to be disrespectful. And and that includes that freaking. Spin around layup he did. I was triggered by. (laughs) But, But. but, yeah, uh, like, I can see the Clippers would make sense. I know the Nuggets have been trying to get Drew for the past couple of seasons. If you could turn – like if, if you if you can turn uh, Gary Harris into Drew Holiday. Hey. Hey. Yeah, that means
1: Gary Harris on the Lakers.
0: The thing is, is just – like Gary Harris on the Lakers one nigga. That I would like that, but I think that dude contract they they oh, they con- Well, I remember his contract. I'm like they overpaid him, overpaid the hell out of him. But we'll see where that goes. But like Gary Harris would be a, I could see he could be a potentially good Laker if healthy. Keyword when Shit. if healthy. Bro, hey, you said
1: hey send Drew over to Phoenix.
0: Who I would love that. I would love that. Who's a point guard? Oh, Ricky Rubio. Ricky Rubio. He's not a bad point guard. Because the thing is, is like, the main problem with Phoenix was they wasn't healthy until the bubble. And then DeAndre Aiden did steroids for some stupid reason. You know, that niggas are huge as hell. So, like, that team was just never they they were the clippers just young. They they just never had their chemistry together until the bubble. So, if the clip I mean if the suns can stay healthy, I don't I don't I don't think they really need to make major moves besides trying to keep Aaron Baines. Yeah. That's really it, but um but I I would like it if you I would like that, but you're probably losing Kelly Oubre and you're telling Devin Booker to play the 3 and I don't think that's him right now. I think Devin Booker is going to be best as a shooting guard. At least at this point of his career still. It's too early to put him at, I think it's too early to put him at the three. Um, let's see you. Nuggets. It was another team. Uh, It was another team. I can't think of them. I'm If I'm the Heat, would you?
1: Well, go for Drew? Would you? you can't get Yama's.
0: That's true. Never mind. Would you? Okay, if you're the Bucks, let's just say you can't get Chris yeah. Paul. Get the fuck with him? What,
1: who you gotta get rid of? You might
0: not have to get rid of Chris Paul. You could just, I think you can do him and Eric Bledsoe straight up. Yeah, but then Eric
1: Blesso is with Zion and Brandon Ingram? Oh, ugh. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah like that yeah valid I'm trying to think of another team Uh, I mean a contender oh Mavericks I think the Mavericks would be beautiful too because that way you could kind of hire Luca better he look like a Maverick
1: but they don't hire black people bro
0: they don't have the what he look
1: like a Maverick but they don't hire black people bro
0: Wow! They don't.
1: Name a black person, they hired. They just got rid of a black person.
0: They got Tim Hardaway Jr. need
1: hmm, black. Let me quit. Now I'm just playing Tim right, Hardaway Jr. Do not come to my crib. Try <laughs> to rub my
0: face. <laughs> like nigga, do you see how black I
1: am, nigga? We will ask you how I felt when, when fucking Greek Freak leaped over your head and the Knicks, the Knicks traded you out of
0: that. I'm going to ask him about why your father... Uh, was your father very homophobic at home? Hey,
1: don't, <laughs> don't do that. Hey, but man. the real Tim Holloway we'll come and lock you up, bro.
0: He going to sit there and be like... he going to sit there and talk in the accent. I'm like, all right, bro, chill. I right, I get it. it. We good. We cool, bro. We cool.
1: But, um... I- yeah, I, man, I don't know where the fuck
0: Drew goes. Yeah, but he's a, he's the commodity. Like, I if there's going to be somebody who's probably getting flipped, because I don't think Bradley Bill's going nowhere. Uh, I think Bradley
1: Bill different. Like, brother, he is such in a good position, though, They don't get Giannis, they get Bradley Bill.
0: And the funny thing is, what if I'm Giannis, <laughs> and shout out to the uh, – Shorty, uh, that works for hoops and brews and mugs try to get on her for having sources, unlike they ass. Uh she said like if Giannis really wants to be at Miami, I'm like, hey, okay, they can make it happen. But uh if you're the Heat, it's either you wanna make a move now or you stand pack and say, We're gonna keep everybody and add Giannis to this team.
1: You can't can you still keep everybody and add Giannis? Yes. Only for like one year, right?
0: The only person you really have to worry about paying in the next two, three years is Bam. And Pat Riley would just throw money under the table. And sit there and be like, hey, I'm maxing you out, but it's technically going to be like $100 million. You know, you feel me? But you're getting the rest of the $100 million under the table. You feel me? And Bam going to sit there and be like, shit, say less. Like, hey, but, uh, like, Gian, like the Heat and Giannis is in a wonderful situation because they can just stand pat and see what happens. They really can uh, Especially the Heat. Like, the Heat are really in a perfect situation. That's why a part of me don't want them to make a move, especially for Giannis, unless you absolutely just want to go all in. That's the thing. Do you want to absolutely just go all in right now? And I feel like you don't kind of have to. Like you made it to the finals. Yeah, it was the bubble. But you still made it to the finals. On the, like your first year with Jimmy. Like and your youth is only going to get better. You still do you want to make that type of move and just and subtract. You know, Giannis can do everything that you're probably flipping who you get them them uh, flipping them for. But. Why not just add them to that instead of flipping everything for it? Especially if you have to lose Bam. Like, like I like B- Bam really showed me that he has loads potential. It's just more along the lines of, uh, going to a Mike Budenhoes' team to fuck it all up. Mm. Mm-hmm. So that's, that's my thing. But, uh, Pat Riley is Pat Riley G. I think Pat Riley wants to try to make one more move for the, for the city of Miami before he uh, goes away on some private island and smokes cigars for the rest of his life. Well, so. But uh, I think that's it for basketball right now. Uh, let me just double check the topic with Anything else? Yeah, we hit everything. All right. So moving on to wrestling. Uh <laughs> AEW had what was what was that full gear?
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah. If you I mean,
1: watched it, bro, go ahead and talk about it,
0: bro. I, I didn't it. watch it. Uh, but I'm just gonna tell niggas what happened. Uh important stuff that happened. The Young Bucks won the tag team titles uh in their little tag team tournament. Uh so shout out to them. Cause they added the goofy ass stipulation of if I lose excuse me, if I lose this belt. If I don't win these belts, we'll never get another title shot ever again. I hate that shit with a passion. Very, very pro wrestling. Very, very early 2000s, 90s pro wrestling. I hate that shit with a passion. Cut that shit out. Um, Darby Allin is the new TV champ. Shout out to him, I guess. And John Moxley had another death match. And also, I think Kenny Omega is the number one contender as well after beating Hangman Page. So, yes. that's it. Nothing else worth a damn habit. And, yeah. that's Oh, and Cody Rhodes is Cody Rhodes. If you noticed. He's Cody
1: Rhodes. Uh, yeah, yeah, Cody Rhodes is his name back. But...
0: Yeah, so, shout out to that. Uh, but... I think WWE just let a bunch of trademarks expire. Because I also read Brock Lesnar isn't trademarked right now either. So, I think they just. Which happens. Businesses always let trademarks expire sometimes. And they, shit slips. So, don't make much out of it. Cody saw and it was like, let me get my goddamn name back. Smart man. So, uh, shout down. But SFAW, uh, nothing else to really talk about on guards to that. Uh next we have what's been going on in WWE which is a lot uh quick quick uh recap of Hell in a Cell. Roman Reigns uh beat uh choked out his uh his cousins. Uh Sasha won the belt. Oh, uh Randy Randy beat Drew and that's it, right? of significance yeah significance yes. of hell i think that's it yes yep that's it uh so pretty much a lot uh wrestling has been wwe specifically has been really interesting uh right now on raw well survivor series series the survivor series season right now so uh we've been getting a lot of Uh, Setting up for the 5-on-5 teams So we're trying to see what's going on with that Uh, As of right now Team Raw is A bunch of big niggas Uh, Keith Lee Braun Strowman Sheamus I feel like it's another big nigga Who's the other big Oh no, 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 no AJ, there we go, AJ Styles and then they're still, and right now they're trying to recruit Drew McIntyre, but Drew McIntyre wants his belt back, uh. So he's stalking Randy Orton every point of the way, but Shane is trying to say, "Hey, bro, hey, fella, come on, fella, and be part of the fellas," you know. You know how that goes, you know the vibes. And then, uh, also right now on Raw, we have uh, the women's side of things. Pretty much is Nia Jackson, uh, Shayna Baszler with, um, what's that, the, uh, fuck, Dana Brooke, and Mandy Rose, and Lana, you said what, you said what, oh, I thought you said so. but yeah, so, shout out to that team, and shout out to, L- also, Lana has been put through a table for, like, s- seven straight weeks in a row, great shout out to the consistency of TV when it comes to that, and, it's really unfortunate that her gimmick right now is probably hotter than Rusev's gimmick right now, AEW. But it be that way sometimes. It really do. Oscar uh, really doesn't have nobody to fight yet, as far as I can tell. So they're just putting her around people. And the Hurt Business and Retribution still going back and forth, back and forth. I don't really care for it right now. And meanwhile, in the process of it, the Hurt Business also wants the tag team titles against the New Day. Uh, which they, this past week on Raw, they beat the New Day in a non title match. Uh, decent match, by the way. But um, clearly, the Hurt Business, they're all in with the Hurt Business right now. If they put him in a match situation. Uh, then. And Randy Orton is fighting for his life because Drew McIntyre's on his ass. And. Uh, the fiend is on his ass as well. Plus, I need to speak about this, and we want to elaborate a little more. If you want, uh, I'm for Alexa Bliss being a female fiend at this point. If they make a female fiend mask, uh, just go ahead and just do it. Because Alexa Bliss has given the fiend in the the playhouse new life, honestly. So yeah,
1: I'm down. I don't really mind. Uh, it ain't really, it ain't really something I'm. Like necessarily against all four, I I really don't even care to tell you the truth about like the whole thing, but <laughs> I would say it's good. But then again, like I'm so over the fucking Fiend. so Alexa probably bringing a new life to it. Go ahead.
0: Yeah. So, uh, but I think at this point, Alexa might be the next person to fight Oscar for the belt because it's. Nobody there,
1: Mm.
0: especially since both Nia Jax and uh, Shayna Baszler have the women tag team belts distracted with that situation. And Charlotte's on Raw, right? I
1: believe so, yes.
0: I believe Charlotte's on Raw. Now she's on SmackDown. I don't remember. But uh, Charlotte, we don't know when Charlotte's coming back from her extended vacation slash recovering from whatever injury she had. So, Asuka's in a unique situation where you could put her against Alexa Bliss and have something going for him. It would be really neat to see. Uh, so, that's something. And also, I'm trying to think of anything else that's going on on Raw. No, that's it. So, that's it for Raw. But, yeah, I'm, raw been decent the past couple weeks. Uh, SmackDown side of things. SmackDown has been consistently good since Roman Reigns has been back. No cap. Like, I think I've... Like, I've watched SmackDown start to finish more than I've done Raw the past couple of weeks. Uh Seth Rollins is still terrorizing the Mysterios, but they added the new wrinkle of Buddy Murphy uh smashing, allegedly smashing, uh, Aaliyah Mysterio. So, that's the new wrinkle to the storyline. Uh... So that's still going on. Roman now has Jay Uso under his, uh, as his official part of the family, I guess, at this point. At this point. So Jay did technically also go heel two weeks ago when he, after he beat Daniel Bryan, by the way. The fact that he beat Daniel Bryan technically clean is wild in itself. <laughs> but shout out to uh, Daniel Bryan being a real nigga. But. It's the simple fact that he did it. He let that happen. And also to join the, uh, the SmackDown battle, uh, the SmackDown Survivor Series scene. But, uh, and then he proceeded to go heal afterwards and say, hey, I love you, Roman. I love you, bro. But earlier that night, he did say this. Hold on. I need to play this.
1: I hate you. <laughs> Why you got to do me like that? I hate you,
0: man. That's pure hate energy. To go from I love to I hate you at seven o'clock to I love you at eight fifty-five. It's hilarious as hell. But uh so that's been one of the main stories is Jay's battle of right and wrong, I guess. <laughs> <Good>. <laughs> right and wrong. And also the fact Roman's telling him what he can and can't do is hilarious as hell. Like, the nigga told him this week. tribal chief. The big dog. This
1: is his yard, man.
0: It's his yard. But he told the man, hey, you can't do interviews. (laughs) He told that man, hey, bro, I can't have you doing interviews. You might say the wrong thing to fuck up the family. (laughs) May hurt that man's feelings. Uh, but yeah, so that storyline's progressing. Uh, at this point, I think I'm just waiting for Jimmy to get healthy because I really want to see where it, how things go when they add Jimmy to the fold. Yeah. And they, I, I have a feeling they're gonna add Tamina. <laughs> I just have a feeling. Oh, they're rolling with the
1: dog Jimmy
0: too. I really he 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 choked, he choked the man out. <laughs> he already beat the dog shit out of Jimmy Oh well Jay Whichever the one that ain't his slave yet Jimmy Yeah When he choked him out You remember during Hell in the Cell That's why Jay quit
1: Oh yeah
0: Like he, he saw that nigga cho- He choked that man out to hold his little brother hand Which is really good storytelling But Still hilarious as hell So it's gonna be interesting to see where things go once they add Jimmy to the fold, and I wouldn't be shocked to add a woman to the fold as well. So we'll see where things go. Uh, moving on off that, uh, Kevin Owens is part of the team as well uh, for uh, for SmackDown, and Baron Corbin is as well after beating Raymond Stereo in Yeezys, which I need an explanation for while Raymond Stereo is wrestling in Yeezys. Preferably the breads. And shout out to the fact that the breads are getting re-released next month. Because Jesus Christ, I need those. I thought I told you. No, you didn't. I could have. Uh, no, I told Tyler. And Tyler. What uh, the fuck
1: you tell Tyler for? I don't
0: know. I think he was. Oh, this is before you came back. So, I, it slipped my mind. I thought I sent you the picture. But, uh, yeah. So, the oh breads, are, the
1: God, breads are coming back. The, the breads fuck, are getting
0: re-released next month.
1: I know this ain't no sports related shit, but nigga, what the fuck?
0: Look, man. Nigga,
1: every I would have saved money for them. But now it's you still- Alright bro. Wait till the next wait till the next black of tacos. You better hope i remember. <laughs>
0: Come on, G chill, man. <laughs> we still got time. They drop next month. Nigga <laughs> My job barely even fucking pays me. Man, look, man. Look, but either way. <laughs> Back on topic, Rey Mysterio got his ass whooped in some breads. Uh, he gotta hold that. Uh, so Baron Corbin's part of the team. They still need two more people. Who knows who those two people will be? Uh, let's see what else is going on. Oh, Sasha beat Bailey again. To uh, I like how they played on the storyline of that Sasha doesn't do well on defending her belt, and she. Her and Bayley had a really good match, and Sasha won very, very clean. So I'm looking forward to what they do next, because especially after Bailey lost clean at this point. So where do you go from here with both? Because uh, I don't even know who's on the women's side of the Survivor Series scene for SmackDown.
1: You got Bailey on the team. Fuck it. Give her something to do.
0: See. Who's on that team
1: right now? You call Bailey. Uh, you put on the team. Sasha goes against Oscar. Sasha goes over. Um, that's
0: it. Oh yeah, Bianca Belair is on the Survivor Series team and Ruby Riot. So. Bayley probably get on there. I'm pretty sure Liv Morgan's gonna find her way on there, and I guess Carmella. And Carmella's yeah. back. And no, I really don't
1: know. I think I don't
0: know. Because the thing is, like Survivor Series in two weeks, you really don't have to rush a new somebody new for Sasha to fight yet. It's too early for Bianca Belair, and we don't know what she is yet. Uh. Unless you plan on turning Ruby and Liv heels for Sasha, because Sasha's the face. Uh, So, yeah, you really don't have as much to really do right now with Sasha uh, until Charlotte comes back. No, because Charlotte's actually on SmackDown, by the way. She's actually on SmackDown. So, that's the threat, the looming threat, I think, right there. Uh, But, yeah, even though I still believe they should have moved up Rhea Ripley by now. Which leads us to talk about NXT. Uh, Halloween Havoc was really good. Uh, and shout out to my book, uh, shout out to Gargano being a two time uh, North American champ. I'm going
1: to mute myself, Chris, but I'm listening,
0: bro. Okay. Uh, yeah, shout out to Gargano being a two time uh, North American champ. Uh, Io Shirai had a really fun ladder match against. Uh, What's the, uh what's her name? What's that little short bitch name? Uh Gargano's wife. That's what I'm just gonna call her. I hate to call her Gargano's wife, but shorty ass. I can't even think of a Ray Ripley and uh Raquel Raquel Gonzalez had a really great slapper of a match. And I think that was really it for that car. Oh yeah, shout out to uh Latin King folks beating the hell out of uh Swerve Scott I- no no not Swerve It wasn't Swerve was it Swerve if not it was uh Johnny Atlas or the hell- Tony Atlas it was probably him I don't remember but he whooped he whooped somebody ass um and also we had the return of Pat Mc oh man Pat McAfee came back with he's aligned with Danny Burch and. The Birch nigga and uh, Oni Lurkin, which led to uh, him saying he planned everything for the d- demise of the Undisputed Era. So we're in that storyline, which led to the return of Pete Dunne because we thought Kyle Riley thought it was sweet. And Pete Dunne never forgets things, especially now that he has a man bun. He doesn't forget anything. So we got that going on. So NXT got a lot of programs going on right now. That's really interesting. I think we're about to get Rare Ripley versus Il Shirai 101. I feel like they're past due for this. I still don't believe you get rid of take the belt off Il Shirai yet. But it'll be a nice finale match for Rare Ripley because I feel like it's time to move her up at this point. Like, I just feel like she's just squandering around on NXT with not much direction. But, it, but I think her having one last title match will be good for her. You send her up. Raw and SmackDown need her because it's like, I feel like their champions just need some new talent, like more of a threat of a talent to mess around with. So it'll be beneficial for both sides for either way she goes as well. Uh, Oh yeah, Candice LeRae. That's her damn name. But yeah, I think she needs to be called up too. But yeah. But
1: she part of that Dragano crew that don't want to be, you know
0: That too. And also Ciampa got a storyline where he's beating niggas up. He beat up uh well him now him and Velvet Team had a good match. It's just when I see Velvet Team on TV, it's just I I, I have disappointment in my face. It's just so much disappointment. But uh they had now a really good real match.
1: To, I think they just warned his stock, bro, to tell you the truth, before they get rid of him.
0: Probably, but at the same time, I don't feel like if you lower somebody's stock, you don't have them on TV.
1: Nah, you get them beat. You keep having them beat. Then you take them off TV. The last impression with Valentine on TV was some getting his ass beat. Also with the pedophile shit. Come on, bro. That's your, your stock lowered, folks.
0: Yeah, you right. It's just for me, you just keep him off TV.
1: You know I does, just... but um, I don't know. NXT is good. I think I the undisputed era. They about to have another fucking war games with the undisputed era in it, bro.
0: Hey, who else? Who else can you do the war games with?
1: Nigga, I don't know you. You bring like how the first undisputed era shit started. I mean, the first war game started. I just threw the Arrow versus 4 niggas came together that they fucked over or some shit like that. Plus another third team. I know shit weird because of that COVID shit, but... Put it together, folks.
0: Yeah, I hear you. But... I'm not su- surprised at all at this point that they about to have another War game. And plus, uh... I'm not mad at it too much. I'm really not... Uh, it's just really unfortunate. Uh, Buddy leg exploded. Um, what's his Big name? folks. Yeah, Big folks. His leg. Mini Brock last night. I think alcohol.
1: that's what Pete Dahl replaced. I'm pretty sure Big Folks was going to be a part of that little stable.
0: Yeah, he was. That was the plan. Like Pat McAfee mentioned, hey, how did the dude get that car? I got him the car. And then, literally, why admitting that Oni Lurkin helped play the role in that nigga's leg exploding? like, that man's leg exploded, um, I really, I really hate, I forgot his name, I just keep calling him, mini Brock Lesnar keeps popping up in my head, because that nigga just swole as shit, um, but yeah, oh, Butch, ho- ho- Holland, there we go, Holland, there we go, uh, so yeah, prayers up to him, though, because your leg exploded, my brother, like, that, that was nasty, really nasty, but, uh, he was supposed to be part of it, but it's like supposed to so Pete Dunn replaced it. But shout out to Pete Dunn actually come, being able to come back to America, because I thought that dude was stuck in UK, which would be really unfortunate. Um, but yeah, NXT's been cool. Like I'm not mad at the War Games thing. That's probably going to end up happening. Uh, we've seen Pat McAfee be in the ring before. Pete Dunn is well experienced in that match, and uh, only lurking uh but and only Larkin and, uh. The other nigga they cool, so uh I'm looking forward to that. I think that's it for wrestling as a whole. Oh yeah, Streets is saying that stone uh the people who made the last dance is looking to do a thirty for thirty based on Stone Code.
1: Yeah. I pee that shit gonna be fire.
0: That would be fire as hell. Is that's going like that I don't know if how when how long it would take but if it gets done within the next couple of years, which I can see, that would be really dope to see because Stone Cold, just how they will probably tell the story of how how big how big Stone Cold was. That man was. probably
1: uh, gonna get too deep into the story, like how the fuck he dog off his wife and nobody knows.
0: <laughs> That's not funny. That's not, it's not funny. funny.
1: I was... There's a lot of I think that's what they gonna do. They gonna talk about. They gotta talk about the dark side of Steve Austin, the drinking, the reason why he don't drink as much as he used to now.
0: Yeah, like, like I wouldn't be mad, like, if Stone like, it's just how much input Vince McMahon's gonna allow to be said in regards to Stone Cold, because you know he cherishes that name, and then Stone Cold is like one of the few people who are bigger than wrestling as well. So, it depends if if Stone Cold wants that to be talked about. Because even then, they barely, even though they did focus on Jordan's uh, gambling, I'm curious if they're going to really focus on the domestic violence as much. Because a lot, like, in terms of the casual wrestling fan, I don't think a lot of them know. So, and how that may hurt his image or not. So. I, think
1: it is, buddy. I hope they get everybody. I hope they able to get the Rock to talk to. especially oh, yeah,
0: like three yeah. matches. Yeah, I think the Rock, like you, it's not, it won't be a problem to get the Rock to talk. Like I'm sure the Rock, you get the Rock, you get events, like all of his major rivals, Undertaker. I'm sure you get them. Uh, like I feel and like it's all, if it's a WWE producer, you might
1: not be able to get Jericho.
0: It depends. Like, like I don't think it's <laughs> WWE produced, but I think. They will have some type of say, you know.
1: Pretty sure WWE still owns Steve Austin's name.
0: That's what I'm saying they're gonna have some type of say because they own the name in itself. So they're gonna have some say. I don't think they really care about who gets interviewed at the end of the day because that's out the outside of their thing. But in terms of, I'm sure like final says of like. Who's the Stone Cold character person is and the who and also I'm pretty sure Steve Austin too. Some stuff gonna be like nah, nah we don't need that. It's not safe, you know. That's gonna be interesting. Like I'm looking forward to it because The Last Dance is a classic. I'm planning on rewatching it. I know it's on Netflix right now, and plus we got ESPN Plus, but I want to rewatch it. Um, yeah, The Last Dance on Netflix now. I heard it's on Netflix. Yeah,
1: I didn't pull that off.
0: And look, Netflix has a bag where they sit there and ask ESPN, can we please have this? We'll pay you X amount. They're like, all right, cool. I guess. <laughs> like, cool. <laughs> okay. That's a nice amount of money. Now, add 500 more thousand dollars to it. Okay. <laughs> so, but yeah, so on The Last Dance is on Netflix, I believe, if you want to check it out. Uh... So, yeah, I'm looking forward to it because they did a great job on the last dance. So, like, that group, if they were to do Stone Cold, I know they're going to capture just the essence of who he was. Like, Stone Cold was one of the, like, Hulk Hogan was bigger than wrestling, but Stone Cold was, like, literally a larger-than-life everyday type man because he looked like he was a bald white man that wore black draws who hated their boss and stone cold started their boss and drink beer hulk hogan was just literally was the original wrestling superman damn near so it was levels of how relatable and that's why i think what really made stone cold so huge as well so like i'm looking forward to how they do that as well like i'm really looking forward to it so whenever it come out you know we're going to talk about it on here and all that good stuff so but uh i think that's it for this week's episode uh we hit a lot in a short amount of time so shout out to us uh we appreciate you guys for listening make sure you hit that follow button on threes from the ring twitter page uh make sure you follow us on whatever streaming platform that you listen to us on hit that follow subscribe whatever button if you can rate and comment please do that we greatly appreciate it uh YouTube channel is definitely on the way, as of right now, it's what, November 8th, uh, we'll probably have that shit up and going by the end of this month, early December, at the uh, latest, so, but we appreciate the support in every way, fellas, uh, guys, in every way, whoever listening, women as well, we appreciate y'all, Uh, appreciate you guys who stuck on and waited and asked, like, hey, when the next episode coming out, but, We back. We're going to be on a consistent schedule again, Uh, so no problems. But we appreciate you guys for listening, and peace.
1: Aviva Zan!